0: You're listening to The Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos.
1: There is nothing more empowering or motivational than discovering the ability for superhuman memory has been inside you all along. Coming from our next phenomenal guest, Dave Farrow. Marketing expert Dave Farrow is best known for his brain power. He is the two-time Guinness World Record holder for greatest memory, To earn this title, Dave recalled the exact order of 59 decks of shuffled playing cards using the Pharaoh Memory Method. This method was originally invented to combat his dyslexia and ADHD, and it is now a unique memory system backed by a double-blind neuroscience study from McGill University. Dave has been featured on Fox & Friends, CNBC, NBC, ABC, Entrepreneur, New York Times, the Today Show, Discovery Channel, good old Steve Harvey, and many more. I'm Tina Griffin. Get ready for a mind boggling episode on the Counterculture Mom Show today as we dive into the topic of habits with Dave Farrow, two time Guinness World Record holder. Dave, what's up, buddy?
2: Hey, it's great to be here. This is, uh, that's a a hell of an introduction, thank you.
1: That's about it, and you did just the the last 52 TV shows in the last month, you're all over the place. I want your brain immediately. How long does it take an average person like me to get brain power like you?
2: Well, first of all, I want to make it clear that I was not uh, born with this, and this is something that anybody can acquire. In fact, your brain is incredibly adaptive. Just think of times where you were challenged, like you, uh, you know, were in school, you had an exam coming up, and you felt, oh, I can't do it. But once you started studying, once you started working at it, all of a sudden, you know, things started moving. Um, there's lots of examples of, you know, for example, adults going back to school after retiring and getting degrees, and, and they think they can't do it either. But the brain is is probably the most adaptive organ like that's really what it's there for is to try to adapt to new situations and we know this because there's a great principle called brain plasticity uh, yes. that science shows that your brain adapts to new situations so uh, with all of this in mind uh, you, you got to get rid of the excuses uh, everybody has this excuse that, that I don't have a good memory I can't get my brain working it's just because we get caught up in the day-to-day life of earning a living and I, I get I get caught up into it too. Uh, no one, no one gets out of this alive here. Uh, but uh, I'm hopefully going to, you know, shed some light on this and spark some ideas of what you can actually do with your brain power.
1: Absolutely. So, how long did it take you to go from uh, not training your brain or getting involved with, you know, uh, brain memory to doing the 59 decks of cards? Was that like a year or two, three months?
2: Well, um, my my first uh, Guinness record was actually forty decks cards. Um, Wow! uh, But uh, that that was like back when I was like twenty one. But I was actually diagnosed with ADHD and dyslexia when I was fourteen. So it it was a it was like a long journey uh, to first understand that. There wasn't something wrong with me. I don't believe in the disability model they have for uh, for a lot of learning disabilities, a lot of LDs. Um, I, you could call it more of a spectrum. I think it's more of a strengths and weaknesses. There's lots of evidence that shows that ADD people have strengths uh, when it comes to learning. Um, uh, some uh, crisis situation, taking risk, things like that. Much better at that sort of thing. Uh, there's some evidence that shows ADD people make better leaders and they can they can communicate well. I think, you know, things like that. Um, uh, there's belief that Leonardo da Vinci was dyslexic even, and uh, and uh, so was Walt Disney. And so like, so so we have to get rid of this idea that there is one way to do everything. There's one way to learn, one way to think. So I, uh, I started becoming obsessed with how the brain worked. I came up with some really good strategies that work for a lot of people. And uh, thankfully, I've been able to spend most of my life uh, teaching them to people and uh, making a really good living at it.
1: I, I absolutely love that. And if you do the math here, they said you were dyslexic at 14 years old and it was 21 years old. You're talking a mere seven years that you went from being labeled a certain thing as if you can't do anything in life to saying, watch this. I'm getting the Guinness book of world record title. That's just fantastic.
2: Probably about six months of like training and practice to get for that, uh, get to that first uh, Guinness record.
1: Just still six months. That's not a lot of time. Um, okay. You're two time Guinness world record holder for greatest memory. uh, How did you earn that title? Like take us from like, give us a bullet point process.
2: Well, the first thing is is belief. Uh, I had everyone telling me that I couldn't do it. So the first thing in any any time you want to try to do something nobody can do, you have to believe in it first. You have to see it. Uh, I had literally everybody in my life except for two people uh, were were trying to convince me not to even try because they were going to be embarrassed when I failed. Right. Like you've had phrases, conversations like that, uh, especially with really close family members. Um, And uh, it, it An interesting point, the first time I went for my Guinness record, I actually did fail because it's a, it's a Guinness World Record. It's really tough. You know, really? I, didn't, I didn't get it right the first time. Um, to If people want to know the mechanics of it, uh, the Guinness record, it's actually considered the toughest uh, memory feat in the Guinness books. There's other memory feats. I got a lot of respect for a lot of people who have done them. Um, but a lot of people have tried my record. I still hold the record to this day. It hasn't been broken. Um, and it's uh, memorizing the exact order of the most number of play cards all shuffled together. And the accuracy is really important. You have to get uh, less than 05 percent wrong. So out of uh yeah so it's it's a out of 59 decks uh you're talking something in the neighborhood like 15 16 that you could get wrong. Uh and I got one wrong. So uh hasn't been beaten since and I'm very proud of that. Um but the thing that I love most actually is when I go up to kids who are ADHD and dyslexic there's a lot of depression and anxiety in that yes. in that world. Because uh, those labels and those, uh, let's say, call it uh, ways of learning, just uh, really don't work well in the academic system where there's a lot of a uh, lot of. Uh teaching styles and learning styles that are just the antithesis of uh, of how these people learn and they really struggle for a long time they think there's something wrong with them they think that they're broken and all that stuff and when I come up to them and say hey uh, there's a different way to use your brain and it, and it can work you just have to uh, you have to get past this stage uh, it's it's amazing to see their, their faces light up it's 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 absolutely beautiful
1: it's so cool now you have kids how many kids do you have
2: um, I, I, have, I have one child. I'd love to have like a whole baseball team, but it was just just one kid in the cards for me, uh, but uh, he's my everything. He's uh, Lex. Uh, he's nine years old. I just Aww. got him off. Of this morning.:
1: So the reason why I'm asking is, I know you said you, you're, you do homework with him every night, which is absolutely credible, that rocks that you're investing in your kid. Um, do you use these memory tactics with him? Like has he memorized a lot of things in his young life?
2: Well, and and that's really interesting because the memory techniques uh, tend to work really well after you have some foundational skills. So uh, memory techniques don't help you learn basic reading, for example, or basic math. But once you start to get into doing homework, for example, there's a technique called focus bursts that I came up with. And essentially what it does is it allows you to maximize your focus and get into flow state when you want to. So this is something that I came up with actually in the the mid to late 90s, uh, and a lot of people copied it. Uh, a, lot, a lot was misunderstood about ADHD. Um, my program back then was one of the first to really say that ADD people need to focus for shorter periods of time but more intensely. Wow. The building rate the the belief at the time uh, and still to this day is that when somebody's struggling whether it's add or something else that you make things easier for them well it turns out if you make things harder for an add kid they actually perform higher if you make it easier that's boring and and performance actually goes down so it's just some things to understand um, wow. if you want to know some secrets of focus here's a little trick uh Right now, when people think of focus, they think, well, I've got to study for, say, a half hour or 45 minutes, like the the, the pomodori technique is, is one of those uh, ones. Um, and uh, I'm actually here to say that, that your brain, it, it's not... It's, it's, it's really not a tool for focusing. It's really not a tool for studying. Uh, if you really want to realize what's going on, the reason why you get anxiety before a test or you're struggling to focus in, in, in class is because your brain is essentially a, a caveman or cavewoman uh, in this modern world. And if we think of why we need focus, The fact is, from an evolutionary perspective, we need the ability to focus to handle threats, to handle dangers, right? So that's why everybody, you know, didn't start working on their uh, assignment until the last minute because that's where the danger kicked in.
1: Wow. So it's it's,
2: it's the same mechanism in the brain that happened 100,000 years ago when a tiger enters the village or whatever danger there is. So your brain thinks that there's a predator that there's danger there's something and that's what actually kicks it into focus mm-hmm. once i realized the focus was really based on fight or flight and those two mechanisms in the brain were essentially the same mechanism and we're trying to water it down and make fight or flight last for a half hour it's actually a really dumb idea so what i was able to do with students we st- we proved this in a study and i've done this in thousands of universities is we take whatever you're learning so let's say you have flashcards, or you're learning you know Uh, vocabulary, you're learning like technical terms, whatever it is, we make it into as much of a list as possible, flashcards, something like that, something really digestible in short chunks. And then we break your time up into five to eight minute focus bursts now the reason why we don't go to 10 minutes is by the time that 10 minutes hits that's actually when you're using up most of that uh that uh, uh brain chemistry that is like your adrenaline your norepinephrine, your um, um like all, all the all the all the different hormones that help you focus yeah um and ready to produce the stress hormone cortisol which actually is going to make it tougher for you to learn later on so what we do is we, we make a very intense learning session about say five to six minutes long, then we pause and we take a short break for five minutes. Now it seems crazy from the outside, like these kids just got started and then you're stopping. But the cool thing is when you start back up for another five minutes, you're fresh, you're at your peak. Wow. And sort of on off instead of kind of a slow ramp up like a lot of people do by by doing on and then break and then on and then break. I've actually been able to keep students focusing, memorizing for four or five hours in a row and not getting any exhaustion, not getting tired at all. And uh, they've memorized more in one day than normally take them three, four weeks. Um, One of the yeah,
1: that is phenomenal. We've got a commercial break to get in the mix. But the crazy thing is you're going to use me as a guinea pig for America. Yeah. Correct. Are we doing this on me?
2: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to do this right now. Sorry for the long description and answer no, there. But-
1: I love your. I love your long description it, it really makes sense to me that's why even kids get rest, restless if they're in a 50 minute class period they need recess they need to get out and take a breather with their brain I wish I would have had your tactics when I was in high school I would have anxiety bad for a test it's a, this makes complete sense now I'm trying to I'm, I'm thinking how can I implement this now in my 40s which is possible
2: but it's not also the break. It's also making the actual study session more intense. That's yes. the mistake people make is you're not relaxing while you're studying and then taking a break. You're fighting and then taking a break. You're I mentally engaged. Uh, and and it, we've been able to show up to 90 percent recall without even memory techniques, just using the focus for uh, for students uh, while studying. So this is a, it's a very powerful technique. Obviously, I, I go it. more in depth this in my book, but I wanted to give you at least some, something to, something more than just a tip here. I want to give something that actually, you know, could, could help people.
1: I absolutely love that. That was phenomenal. I've been watching this episode a couple times over. We're going to be back to talk about how this memory maker technique helps prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. And of course, use me as the guinea pig here for this tactic
3: you just described right after this. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counter Culture Ministries got its start and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information and tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today.
0: The following is a life-saving message brought to you by LifeVac. Hi, I'm Arthur Lee, CEO
4: and inventor of the LifeVac. Did you know that over 30 children a day are rushed to the hospital due to a choking emergency? That's why it's imperative to have a LifeVac
2: nearby. It's made in the USA. LifeVac is an emergency suction device
0: that is patented, FDA registered and has successfully saved over a thousand lives already. Hear it from a real life saved.
3: I tell people LifeVac saved my baby. I had the skills, I had the training, it didn't work.
0: The LifeVac is simple to use. Just place, push and pull to suction the object from the airways. Avoid the ER or worse, get your life-saving LifeVac now. Choking emergencies happen. Get your very own LifeVac now and get 20% off. Visit LifeVac.net or call 877 LifeVac now.
1: With VidAngel, you can filter entire categories like sex, violence, language. Imagine, no more yelling to the kids in the backseat to turn off the nasty Netflix. You can let them watch movies worry-free and get to your destination with some hair left. We love using VidAngel here at the Griffin household. No more heart attacks. That something graphic is going to be seen by my kids, husband, let alone myself. Let's keep our children's hearts and heads free from harmful content and nightmares. Just go to VidAngel.com and at checkout, use code TINA to get this special offer. VidAngel.com, code TINA. Everybody out there, you got to check out this book. We're going to talk more about it here towards the end. Brain Hacker, Master Memory, Focus, Emotions, and More to Unleash the genius within. Oh yeah. Before we do that, you buddy, we're going to do a live minute memory demonstration. Hopefully I won't let down America here. And (laughs) you have this demonstration where you can triple the audience's memory live on the air in less than three minutes. Show us how to do that. Uh, Go ahead and use me as a guinea pig. Hopefully I won't disappoint.
2: We're actually using your son too, right? Tell Tell him where we're getting this.
1: Oh yeah, my 15 year old son, you had him write down 12 words random in order of objects. So he gave me that list before he took off for school.
2: You have not seen it. You have not seen this thing that we're going to memorize on the air, No, I
1: quickly took a snapshot and sent it your direction.
2: Now, oh if you go to a doctor for, for a memory diagnosis, what they're going to do, most likely the simplest test, uh, it's, it's age old, is they'll give you a list of objects. So we have a list of uh, 15 objects here and they'll just repeat the list. And then they'll say, hey, uh, repeat that list back to me after they ask you a couple of questions to distract you. The majority of people get the first one right, the last one right, and maybe one or two in the middle. Uh, the average is around six uh, okay. out of say 12. Oh geez,
1: 14. I'm scared. <laughs>
2: If you can get above nine, you're technically like a genius-level memory. Now, back in uh, the 70s and 80s, when we didn't have smartphones, uh, the average was uh, was a seven seven-digit number, and so we've actually regressed because of because of these little things. These uh, lovely. Oh my uh, gosh angles so here is without any further ado here is the exercise i want everyone listening i'm going to tell you a list of objects they're ordinary things it's like chicken phone light that sort of thing and what i'm going to do though is i'm going to tell you what i would visualize to remember this and all i simply want to do is a game of add-on so it's just play it like a game be creative your brain really pays attention to something that's rare unique creative, energetic, anything like that. So I have chicken and phone. Uh, if I just think of chicken and phone, I say it a million times, I'm still going to forget it. But if I imagine a chicken coming out of my phone and attacking me or something, then I'm going to remember that for, for ages. And that is that novelty principle in the brain. I'm, I'm making an image, making it up, and it's so novel and so wild, my brain is going to wake up and pay attention to it. You might think this is weird, but this is neuroscience. It's it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. So we have phone that room. So, so chicken uh, Chicken reminds me of phone. So I should say like the, the chicken's kind of coming out of the phone, but the next item is light. That is after the phone. So imagine the phone itself after the chicken's coming out, it's just turning into bright light and it's just lighting up the entire room and burning everybody. Um, some of these things are kind of like too common. I got to kind of make it interesting. So the light after the light is camera. Well, imagine that the bright light has just destroyed this camera and it's melting all over the place. Um, and it melts into this goo and goes into this tiny little cardboard box, this tiny little box, because box is the next item. Um, after box is blanket. How can we make a silly picture with box and blanket? I would think that maybe I, I opened up the box and there's this giant blanket that comes out of it. And it's just this tiny little box, right? That, that's okay. what will pop into mind. My- with, right um after blanket is school imagine your kids at school and they they've got their blankie right but they're like, <laughs> they're, like a, they're like a teenager but they're they're walking around with their blankie like linus or something from peanuts
1: now counterculture I, 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 mom I at th- that's really good counterculture mom at this point be like hold the ropes let's review from the first item is, is that legal or do we have to go through the whole
2: list yeah. Yes, we can do that. Actually, I was about to do that. It's, we're actually about halfway through, and you notice really? we're just making silly pictures. It's not stressful. So yes. the first, what was the first item that, that came out of the, the device?
1: The, the chicken comes out of the, the, phone, out of the phone, phone, and then the light. That's and, right. And then the light, you, the, it, the light shines on the camera. The camera has the goo, which goes into a box. And then from box. the box, there's a blanket. And I was thinking a fort <laughs> just because I have young kids. And then the kids are at school with their blankie.
2: Yeah, or you can imagine the blankets going to blanket school too. Like you can, you can, if you come up with something totally cool. Um, and then after school is bed. Imagine all the kids are sleeping in their bed right in the classroom, uh, and it's silly <laughs> and weird. But I think they would, I think they would love that. That would be right. Funny. Um, After bed is, he really came up with a boring list. This is actually tough to memorize because they're like- He probably
1: set lower standards for his mom, which is not cool, but uh, I'll have him do a harder list later. So school and then we went to bed.
2: Lying a bed and then uh, chairs. So so what you want to do is just whatever pops into your head, just exaggerate it. I imagine a chair on the bed. So imagine 20 chairs on top of your bed at home. Got it. Just your bed at home and you've piled up a whole bunch of chairs for some reason uh, onto the bed at home. Um, after that is leaves. So maybe uh, I, I'd imagine a chair made out of leaves, like some sort of art project that like all these leaves are glued together. You go to sit on it and it just goes poof, into a giant pile of leaves. I love like, it. It's, it's, and they we just have two more, um, planet and apple. So we want to connect leaves to planet. So imagine a planet covered in leaves, or uh, maybe like you're holding on to a leaf and a planet flies out. Like You can be as crazy as you want. I'm just coming up with stuff off the top of my head, and that's yes. what you want. You want to be creative. Don't overthink this. So a planet coming out of a leaf, or maybe a, a planet covered in leaves, like if Venus was covered in leaves for some weird reason. And then uh, apple. So uh, those leaves could uh, could bundle together into a bunch of apples um, or uh, leaves an apple. I could imagine an apple just covered in leaves, and I got to peel off all these leaves just to get to the apple, something or like that. Or the
1: apple to me could be the shape of the planet, so maybe planet apple. covered in leaves.
2: You pull the leaves off, and it's a giant apple. Yeah, I could. Work. Yeah.
1: So now there we have the list of
2: twelve that I've to remember in order. Me? Look at you, you should teach this stuff. See this. No, no,
1: no, I love what you're doing. See, I'm a post-it note person. I immediately would write down the list and memorize, memorize, but you're giving visual to it and I'm a visual learner, which absolutely helps as well.
2: I think you should test yourself tomorrow and you might be surprised how much you remember, but what was the first item? I won't won't play anymore.
1: Chicken coming out of the phone. Then we have the light, which melts the camera. The camera drips some goop into a box. Um, The box is then with a blanket. The kids are in school from school, it was bed. Yay, Uh, bed with a bunch of chairs was next. And then we have leaves on the chairs, the surrounding chairs with a planet and then an apple.
2: Good job! Ah! That was ah! so oh my crazy. gosh,
1: it's crazy. I'm like giving myself an applause because I didn't know if I was gonna be able to do it. That is really killer. I literally was visualizing, hearing, using all my senses as you're saying that. I actually feel more alive and awake right now, this is crazy. We're gonna go to a second commercial break and we come back for the last minute with you, buddy. We've got to dissect what's in that phenomenal book of yours.
4: My name is Glenn Story. I'm the founder and CEO of Patriot Mobile. And then we have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Right to Life, Military and First Responders. My name's Scott. I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has
2: completely lost their minds, right? No more. This is called voting with our
4: dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now. If you have a place to go, put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative.
3: My pronouns
0: are Bible believer, gun carrier, and mama bear. We are the nation's only Christian conservative wireless provider.
4: We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the app store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country, over 40, believe in God, that for children, well, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the TruePlay solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high-quality entertainment, something that they're actually going to enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth, that contains the values that they hold dear. Head over to TruePlayGames.com to learn more.
1: Dave, what's up? We got a phenomenal book in your hands, buddy. Show us what is it, what's in it, where can we get it?
2: So this is Brain Hacker, and we go beyond memory in here. A lot of the principles that work, you saw the the visualization work so well with memory, but you wouldn't wouldn't believe actually that uh, that same visualization technique can change your habits. It can allow you to control your emotions.
1: Just fantastic. Dave, this was an eye-opener for me. I cannot wait to dig in deep to your book thank you for helping with the habit series i wanted something different and unique you absolutely brought that and, and exceeded my expectations with the memory maker i can see why you can e- easily won those two titles you put a lot of time effort into it and your brain works a lot different than most of us your challenge to america before we leave today is that after this episode you want them to try to rehearse that list backwards so america have at it dave yep.
2: The thing about these techniques is you can go backwards as easily as forwards, unlike repetition. So give it a try, everybody.
1: Dave, you're a joy. Thank you so much for your expertise. I feel like my brain got a little bit better here in the last 25 minutes. So you rock. My brain's moving forward.
2: Right back at you. I love the show. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences, and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counter Culture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word donate to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word donate to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled.